to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of Audio Podcast Land, and welcome to another episode of Furusato, a Legend of the Five Rings actual play podcast. I am your storyteller for this amazing game, Mikey. You can follow me on all my social medias at Pop Culture Geek, as well as D&D Vibe Tribe Productions, where you can stay up to date on all the actual play podcasts and pop culture podcasts that we got going on. As always, I am joined by my amazing group of players. We're going to go around, do some introductions real quick, and then we'll jump straight into our story for tonight. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Amador, you shall be the first to go. Hello, everybody. It's Amador, your friendly neighborhood normal guy. Uh, I don't do much outside of what we have here in Vibe Tribe. I usually play our ankle-biting goblin in another adventure, Calling of the Deep. But today, I will be playing our favorite crab boy, Caillou uh, Dailoro. Awesome. All right, next person to give their introduction, all the hailing away from Sweden, is going to be Mikkel. Hello. I'm very tired. I'm currently cat-sitting. And this is going to be fun. Tonight I will be playing the group uncle, Akoto Ikigai. Nice. All right, next person to give their introduction is going to be Josh. Hello, hello, everybody. It is I, Josh, a.k.a. MG Preacher. Um, come and listen to me uh, and all the different kinds of shenanigans I get to here on the D&D Vibe Tribe. Uh, I'm in many of these actual plays. And if you want, uh, head on over to Instagram and follow me there at MG Preacher Man. I haven't got much there as of now, but I'm slowly trying to work on that. And tonight, I will be playing the Lion Clans. Uh, Yakakana no Kaze, or the Goma family. Very nice. And of course, last but certainly not least, to round out our cast for this session is going to be Chris. Hello, hello. This is Chris. Uh, you can find me on any of the social media sites as Pupriku or Puppy Riku. Um, you can also find me here on the Vibe Tribe. Uh, and a couple other different shows, such as Friday, Friday Night Fights, as well as your DM in the Academy. And tonight, I am playing our Phoenix Clan, Kaito Shiba. Uh, so, yeah. Excellent. And, unfortunately, we are missing two of our regular cast members. Uh, our first one, Adolfo, who plays the lovely Shodai of the Unicorn Clan, um, is not here. But make sure to go follow him on his social medias at the Nerdy Puerto Rican. And our other regular cast member, Will, who plays our lovely Mio, is unfortunately could not be here either. So you can go follow him across all of the social medias at Halfling Wizard. You can also follow him at Death Drop Dice, where he actually makes the dice. So make sure to check that out and uh, go support the homies and order some. They're, they're really great stuff. We here at Furosato appreciate his talent because he, behind the scenes, he's doing something really cool for us. So that's awesome. But with those introductions out of the way, let's begin with a recap. So last time we were here in Furosato, all of our young fledglings ended up 
finishing getting ready after a hard fought test and hunting in the forest and as well as some revelations being made as they were preparing to get ready for said banquet everybody got dressed made their way to the quote-unquote main house so to speak where everyone had to present a gift on the behest of their clan to the proprietor of the property uh toshimoko-san and we actually got to learn a lot about the gifts and from a storyteller's perspective it was amazing and i loved how every single player here was able to describe it in such vivid detail it was amazing but after our players our young fledglings presented their gift and of course after himiko our uh, lovable phoenix Samurai presented her dance. We ended with uh, our young Mantis Samurai asking Toshimoko-san as well as some of the others to go out to the harbor so he can present his gift, which ended up being a nice ship, as well as a demonstration of what looks to be a uh, interesting little powers of being able to uh, control the weather, so to speak. And that is where we're going to pick up. So at the end of last time, our good old Mantis boy began to start to harness the powers of the weather. A little bit of the sky began to get a little more cloudy. The ocean waves begun to move just a little bit. And as he looks on to the rest of you uh, for the first time in a little bit, you could see him smile, but it's not like a sinister ha ha he he. I'm about to do some crazy shit smile. It's more of I get to show off what I'm good at kind of smile. And without missing a beat, he just announces at the top of his lungs. Now, Toshimoko-san and all of my fellow samurai. Allow me to demonstrate the power and the talent of the Mantis clan. So he walks up to the ship. He stands at the front of it. And just after a singular breath. All right, let's do this. He begins to move his hands. And as you guys are watching all this. And what seems to be kind of like a choreographed symphony and dance as he moves his hands and the waters begin to move in such a way as if they were dancing. And then the clouds in the sky begin to form different patterns and to move all over the place. It's actually kind of an interesting sight. And for pretty much all of you, this is the first time that you've really seen the extent of what the Mantis clan can potentially do. Now, some of you have read about this, but have never seen it until this moment in person. So as Hitoshi continues to move the water and the clouds, the waves start to cascade up out of the port a little bit so some of it starts to spill onto the surface where you guys are at but minus a couple of slips here and there you are mesmerized by the sheer 
power that is to control the waves and weather. And after a brief moment of doing so, as if he was a conductor of a symphony himself, Hitoshi kind of just gives the end signature and the clouds dissipate and the waves begin to recede and start to calm again. And he walks off the ship and in front of Toshimoko-san and all of you guys, he just gives a subtle bow and just says, I hope this ship and that little demonstration shows how much we in the Mantis clan truly are honored to have been able to participate in this championship this year. And after a little bit, you start to hear a little bit of clapping from everybody. And then that applause gets, begins to grow louder and louder as a lot of the young potential samurai begin to applaud his little performance. And uh, Toshimoko-san steps up to Hitoshi, and just gives a slight bow and says, Young Mantis Samurai, I humbly accept your gift, and that was quite a demonstration. I will admit, the Mantis Clan is still a mystery to most, and it's not necessarily a part of the major clans, but you do show potential. And I'm very interested to see if you have what it takes to be one of the first to complete their Genpuku. And again, he bows and he turns around and begins walking. It's just like, come, my fledglings. If you wish, we will continue everything at the house. And so he begins, Toshimoko-san begins to walk away, as well as some of the fledglings begin to follow him behind. But... Hitoshi walks up to you guys and just kind of as soon as most people are out of view and not paying attention to you guys, his stoic demeanor kind of just crumbles. It's like, <sighs> OK, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous that wasn't going to go the way that I wanted it to. <sighs> when were you going to tell us? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just going to uh, Kaito was just going to speak up and say, well, you did marvelously. It, it, looked, you, it looked like you did it pretty easily, too. I mean, I, uh, I mean, honestly, like, that's just a basic stuff that I can do. But even then, I'm still kind of new to it. So I, I, I'm not going to lie. I really only had like maybe a week or two to practice this before I left the island to come over here but you know I'm just happy everything worked out really well when were you gonna tell us you could even do that uh so <laughs> here's the here's the funny story about that so now I say this with all love but I I'm very wary of who knows about what I can do only because one granted we just met, but I mean, we're becoming fast friends. So I can say this now, like I was going to show you eventually, but I'm very wary of who I show it to because you never know how people are going to react. And then number two, 
the more uh, pressing matter is I don't really show it that often outside of the island and my own uh, family, only because there's a lot of people who don't understand this kind of power. And uh, some of them have also, you know, in history, uh, haven't been the nicest to the Mantis and their weather vane kind of uh, Shugenja. Especially since some people believe it to be dark Shugenja, like dark arts, which is not the case. I mean, there are people who could potentially use it for harm, but my grandma, who's been teaching me, she tells me that with this power, I need to use it responsibly because it has the power to help, but it also has the power to harm. But I do apologize. I should have told you all sooner. It's just that well, it hasn't really come up in conversation, and I, I didn't want to get you guys involved in case people thought badly about it. Well, we were the ones to invite you to our table, to a Major's Clan table. So, I mean, we're kind of already in it together anyways. Uh, well, I mean, you had me beat. That is true. Well, I guess what they usually say is better late than never. So it was pretty rad, though. In a playful manner, Yaka is just going to go, you know, come to think of it. I don't I don't want him sitting at our table now. I'm jealous. I can't do that. Damn. <laughs> and after saying that, of course, I take my elbow and I just kind of uh, I just nudge him. Yeah. Teach us any of those tricks by any chance? Uh, I mean, it would take some time. Uh, I'm not I'm not a mastery of it yet. Uh, but if you ever visit me on the island, I'm pretty sure I can get my grandma to at least demonstrate what a fully master of the weather vane could potentially do. So, I mean, I can teach you, but I would rather have you come with me and meet my grandma. And I think she can teach you guys a few things, hopefully. Does she I'm make not good gonna lie. Food? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, what grandma doesn't, let's be honest. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. More importantly, I'm happy that Toshimoko-san enjoyed the gift. And because I was a little worried that he wouldn't take too kindly to weather vane, as I mentioned, is not necessarily received very well due to some of the more darker history of it. I mean, you did give him a ship, so I mean, it's kind of hard not to not be upset about it. I mean, that's all, that's kind of why I also gave him a ship, because I just wanted to make sure that... He uh, didn't figuratively blow a gasket, so to speak. <laughs> but it seems he liked it, so I think it went fairly well. I would say yeah. it did. Yeah, I definitely think it did. <laughs> well done. <sighs> Thank you. And 
as Hitoshi kind of kind of calms himself down a little bit, regains his composure. He, uh, well, not he, all of you guys then hear the sound of a very annoying, familiar voice. Uh, Shodai, not Shodai, sorry, Daidoro, you recognize this voice as a as the lion that you threw to the ground during your Sumai competition, as well as the one that has been giving your group kind of uh, a pain in the ass, so to speak about it. And him and his little posse just walk over and says, nice show. I was just like, you know, the only reason that Toshimoko-san liked it was because he was afraid of what you could do if he didn't accept it. You know that, right? Kind of being smug about the whole thing. A lot to say from someone who just gave the guy a dish set. <sighs> you know what? I'll deal with you in a little bit, crap boy. But my business is with the mantis... The mantis scum right now. Mantis scum? It's a lot to say it from Mother Hen and her cubs. So... As he says this and kind of just brushing you off, he walks over to Hitoshi and he kind of just grabs his collar and just says, you know, you mantis folk don't belong here. You I was like, this is only this championship. This Genpuku is only for the major clans. I don't know how you weaseled your way in here, but when I find out there will be hell to pay. Ikigai will put his hand on uh, the young lion. Where does he come from? Oh, that's a Listen good question. Oof. I'll make sure you find out. Now run along, little cub. And he kind of just stares at you, Ikigai, and says, on the one hand, you can tell that he wants to talk back and be a smartass about it. But then as he takes a closer look into your eyes, he notices something and then he kind of lets go of Hitoshi and without saying anything, takes his little posse and walks, starts heading back towards the main house. Well, then, how about we return to the festivities? I guess. Wanted to beat them up. In time, young crab, in time. I suppose so. <laughs> oh, don't worry. <laughs> See, when the Game Master says don't worry, things are about to take a turn. I know, I, I was worry. like... Yeah, that too. But also, I was like, he didn't want combat today. I really want to start combat today. <laughs> I know, we'll get there. Eventually. 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 Alrighty. But at the behest of your group uncle, Ikigai, you all, along with Hitoshi, make your way back to the main house where you guys find your seats again and then dinner begins properly. Conversations are being had. Merriment is happening. 
as the night continues and everybody's kind of just enjoying themselves, uh, you guys all notice that Hitoshi kind of stands up and he makes his way out of the house, uh, heading back down the path that you guys took to get up there. I... I see that, and I am going to... I'm going to follow him, but I'm going to stay a few paces back. Not, like, hiding, but more so, like, keeping an eye. Okay, cool. Mainly because uh, that threat that just happened has... uh, has Kaito a little bit worried for his safety. Okay, cool. I also like to join Kaito. Alright. help deal with him. <laughs> I hate to say this, but my neck crept out and I didn't catch what happened. Can I have a quick recap, please? <laughs> it's all good. So essentially, as you guys made your way back to the house... And you were um, enjoying the festivities and dinner. You guys notice that Hitoshi kind of slips his way out the house and he begins walking down the path uh, that you guys took to get here from the academy, from the dueling academy. So Shodai and Kaito are in the process of Anasha. I keep saying Shodai, damn it. I do. I think we all do. My soul hurts. <laughs> but anyways. Well, if those two are going after uh, after him, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with them. OK. So the three of you are. It's the literal interpretation of don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> We're all in cardboard boxes. <laughs> snake. All of a sudden you just hear somebody yell snake. Snake. Uh, we have fun here. Okay. So you guys cautiously follow. Well, not cautiously. You guys follow Hitoshi. Trying not to give yourselves away. And as you continue to follow him, you um, continue to keep a distance. And eventually you guys find your way back at the Dueling Academy where Hitoshi uh, kind of just finds his way to the main garden and he finds a seat next to a small pond that the garden has and kind of just sits there closing his eyes and as you guys are watching from afar you see him kind of just puts his hands together kind of like offering some sort of prayer and then taking his index and middle finger sticks them into the water, which causes a ripple. And that ripple begins to increase in wave and volume until after one final ripple, the water goes down a little bit and out popping up from the top of the surface is a tiny little water spirit. (laughs) And as you are watching this unfold, you see Hitoshi grab this little water spirit And as 
best as he can, because it's really tiny in the palm of his hand, give it a little hug and kind of put his forehead to its forehead. And you just hear him say, thank you, my friend. It's like, I couldn't do any of this without you. And so you just see for a little bit, you see Hitoshi kind of play around with this little water spirit. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Listen, I try to make the adorbs happen. You got you, you got to find balance between the emotional trauma and the emotional happiness. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Um... That actually, uh, so Kaito is going to be looking on just, uh, very, very pleased to see that he's having fun. Um, but is also going to take quick looks around to make sure that there isn't anybody else waiting in wait Oh, okay. So, let's see. So since you're trying to make sure that nobody is lying in wait, because why would anyone want to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Raggy. Be like, what? It's one of those moments. It's like, careful, honey. He has the knife. What? No, no, I don't. What? What? No, 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 I don't. (laughs) Impossible. There's no knife here. Uh, lovely. Alrighty, so in that case, Kaito, here's what I would like you to do, sir. Okay. So I would like you to make me. Let's see. Let's see. What would I like you to do? Okay, here we go. I would like you to please give me a. Hmm. You know what? Just for the hell of it, I'm going to have you give me a skullduggery. Skullduggery. All right. I know it's not the normal type of skill to use in this certain case, but trust me, it will come into play a little bit later. <laughs> so remind me again, it's black dice per ring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you pick okay. your element with the black dice. And then yep. if you have any ranks in Skullduggery, you add that many white dice. If not, then uh, just hope for the best. So, right. uh, w- w- so go ahead and roll and then I'll ask you. <laughs> for everything. All right, let's see what I got. Uh, all right. All right, let's see here. Uh, so I got. Getting it all out. I got two opportunity. Oh. Yep. Just two opportunity. Two opportunity, two strife. 
Oh, buddy. <laughs> Stay near the window. <laughs> um, is there any way I can assist, or um, or at least make a check of my own? Can I make? You can make a check of your own. Yeah, sure. And it's what skull? Uh, I can't. I can't speak. Skullduggery. Skullduggery. Okay. okay. I don't think I took skullduggery. Oh, wow. Nope. Okay. Mm. Okay. Let me use my earth ring. Okay. Um, Mikey, I got uh, two successes and an opportunity. Cool. I got an explosive success and an opportunity. Okay. Cool. <laughs> And I, I actually use my. Opportunity. Oh my god! It's <laughs> <laughs> my first explosive success all, all the all sessions. Okay. <laughs> Let him have his moment. <laughs> um, but can I use my opportunity to kind of like, um, while I'm surveilling, I can kind of point things out to Kaito. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. So that definitely, definitely works. Okay. So as the three of you are watching Hitoshi kind of just play with this little water spirit, you guys take a look around and then Daidoro, with help from you, with Kaito, the three of you look around and you don't really see anything suspicious. You don't see anything or tech in this case, you don't really see anybody that looks to be lurking around to potentially bring harm to young Hitoshi here. <coughs> All right. Well, you know, we I was half expecting a butt, but I'm I'm very happy there was no butt. <laughs> um. After I guess. Um. After looking around, making and just double checking what he saw, Kat's uh, just gonna smile and start making and contently just start making his way back to the festivities. Cool. Um, Alrighty. So, anybody else? I think I'm gonna stay around and. Not to be weird, but watch just to make sure he's okay. Okay, cool. And then Yaka, what are you planning to do? I'm going to, I'm going to actually go back to the festivities, but I'm going to let uh, uh, Chris. I forgot your name on here. Uh, which one was Kaito? Again? Kaito. Yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't find my key sheet. But I'm actually going to let you go on for a few minutes. And after about, I'll say like five minutes or so, uh, will start heading back to the festivities. Solid. Alrighty. So Kaito and eventually Yaka, the two of you end up back at the festivities where things are still in full swing, full effect. 
uh, Daidoro, you begin, you kind of just keep watch a little bit just to make sure and kind of see. And yeah, Hitoshi just continues to play with his little water spirit. Um, he ends up kind of creating some small games to play with it. And from the impression that you're getting based on what you're seeing in front of you, since you decided to stick around and watch, you get the feeling that Hitoshi doesn't necessarily have, well, I don't want, his only friends seem to be this little water spirit. And when it comes to actual people friends, you get the feeling that he doesn't really connect with others in regards to that. So you sense that underneath all that somewhere, there's a little bit of a story to be told here. Um. Um. Hmm. I think I want to have that little kind of break the silence and like, uh, start to approach Hitoshi. Um, kind of like wave him down. Okay. Yeah, try not to startle the the water spirits. Don't don't want to be a big like, hey, and like yell at him. No, I kind of want to be like make it as natural as possible, so I'm not like frightening anybody. Okay. So as you approach, uh, Hitoshi, the little water spirit, are in the middle of just kind of playing around a little bit, and Hitoshi stops for a moment as he sees your shadow approaching because it is nighttime at this point. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I'm like, oh, um, you weren't at the party, and I saw you leave. Is everything okay? Um, yeah, yeah, ev- everything's okay. Um, I just, I just needed to get out there for a little bit. Um, uh, decided to come out here, and as he kind of looks at his foot. These little water spirit, like hiding behind his leg, but not out of fear, but more of kind of like the like the curiosity a young child has when they're curious. So they're like tugging on his uh, clothes and kind of just mm-hmm. peeking behind it. And Hitoshi just goes, I just wanted to uh, catch up with a little friend of mine. And Hitoshi kind of squats down a little bit, holds out his hand. And kind of stands back up and extends it and says, uh, well, I guess now's a good time than ever. Uh, this is my little water spirit friend. Uh, he's been with me since for as long as I can remember. And the little water spirit kind of just at first is kind of just looking at you, Daidoro, and then after a few seconds begins to kind of just like is curious, kind of Tilts its head a little bit, trying to analyze, and then looks at Hitoshi. And after a subtle nod, the water spirit looks back to you and just like waves hi excitedly to you. Um, that little's kind of like gonna wave back shyly. He's not really like doesn't really under he he understands what like how Shigenja and spirits work, but he was never like didn't really fully grasp the idea he just kind of acknowledged it and again he's just kind of 
wave Charlene. He's gonna look to uh, Hitoshi and say, um, does he have a name? Um, is, can we give him a name? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, sorry, where are my manners? Um, you know, usually, technically, we never really want to wave our name, our water spirits, but I tend to do so. So, um, well, this little guy here, <laughs> this little guy here, uh, his name is Ryujin. And he's, like I said, he's been with me ever, for as long as I can remember. He's been like my, my good old bestie buddy, good old pal. Brother almost. Yeah, more or less. Does everybody in your clan get one of these little guys? Is it like a package or something? Did you have to subscribe to anything? <laughs> oh, no. Um, usually it's only those of us that practice the weather vane technique that are able to get these little water spirits. Mostly, most mantis, very few of us actually do that. Most of us are actually just sailors by trade. Figured as much. You did bring a whole ship to a dinner. Yeah. I mean, the mantis, we don't really have too much in the ways of gifts, but if I do say so myself, we're pretty good at shipbuilding. I can see that. Um, do you do you still need a moment with your uh, little buddy here? Should I wait up for you? No, I th I think I think I'm ready to head back. And you kind of just see Hitoshi walk back over to the pond with the little <laughs> with Ryujin in his hand and says. I'll be back tomorrow, little one. And uh, in the meantime, stay safe. And yeah, hopefully by tomorrow you will be uh, looking at a full-fledged samurai. As he kind of smiles. And he gently pushes his hand near the pond. And the little water spirit kind of just waves. Well, first he turns and waves at you, Daidoro. Then he waves back at uh, Hitoshi. And before he hops into the water, the little water spirit with its tiny hand gives a high five to Hitoshi's finger before hopping back into the water. See you later, little Ryujin. <sighs> right then. Well, I, uh, I could just, I, I could just hear that little water spirit. Bit. I mean, somebody had to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Hitoshi stands up from the pond and kind of just looks at you, Daidoro. Uh, well then, I guess we should be heading back, huh? Yeah. About <laughs> earlier, uh, real quick. Um, don't listen to those guys. You're gonna be a great samurai, and you're gonna be a better one than they are. I just know it. <laughs> you kind of just see him smile. Uh, thank you. Um. It uh, it means a lot to me. Trust me, you have what it takes. You do. Thank you don't you. have to be the sh yeah. You don't have to be the strongest or even the smartest. You just have to have the heart and the soul. 
uh, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's go stuff our cheeks full of st- steam buns and call it a night. One on one, I definitely could get behind that idea. So, walking with you, 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 Daidoro and Hitoshi, make your way back to the house. You rejoin your friends, and you guys end up just enjoying each other's company, having a good time. And before you know it, a few hours pass, and the banquet has officially come to an end. So after giving a final speech and kind of doing some final housekeeping, Toshimoko-san dismisses everyone back to head back to the rooms. You guys all find your way back to the room that you're all sharing at the moment. So, uh, yeah, would you guys like to do or talk about anything before you head off to bed? I think... I think right now Kaito... probably has had quite a few emotions going on just between everything that has transpired today. Um... And it's probably upon getting back to their room, we'll probably go over to where he's sleeping and just not go to sleep, but just lie down for a bit. Neat. Alrighty. So, uh, anybody else kind of having some monologue, just some reflection before y'all go to bed? Um, Um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to just say um, uh, Dadro was going to do his uh, nightly caterpillar cocoon routine and promptly pass. Jeez, his routine. All right. And then Yako, did you want to do anything? Yeah. um, As everybody else is getting ready for bed, um, Yako will go over to his uh, his pack or whatever you want to call it and he's actually going to leave the bedroom and go to the uh, bathroom or whatever and he's actually going to take the the shirt or the kimono whatever it's called I keep forgetting brain no one to work and when he takes the shirt off you can see that all the way have uh, what everybody saw was just a bandage on his hand. When he takes the kimono off, that bandage goes all the way up his arm, all the way up to the shoulder. And what he sets down on a banister is uh, bandaging tape. And as he unrolls the bandages off of his arm, you can see there's a bunch of cuts and scrapes on his arm but then it gets to one point uh to his forearm you can uh if anyone was hypothetically if anyone was to look at his arm without the bandaging they would see two bite wounds on his arm and they they don't look like dog bites but anyways, he takes the bandages off, throws the old bandages away, even though that they're still clean. Because this is 
an old wound. It's already healed over as much as it could. And he's just going to look at his arm for a couple minutes. And he's going to be thinking back to that bear and the cubs that he saw earlier today when he was hunting. And as he's looking at his arm, a few tears start streaming down his face, but he quickly wipes it away. And almost as soon as he wipes those tears away, he starts bandaging his arm back up. From the hand, up to the wrist, to the elbow, all the way back up to the shoulder. And then he puts on his uh, his PJs, uh, grabs what's left of that bandaging tape, go back to the bedroom, stuff that into his pack, and he's just going to cover up and go to bed. Okay, cool. So, as you do so, uh, all of you find your way to your beds. And you kind of just reminisce and reflect on everything that happened that day. You guys were all successful in your hunting exam. A lot of you had some more personal revelations and things happen as you were getting ready. You guys enjoyed yourself at the banquet as well as kind of solidify your relationship amongst each other and with Hitoshi. So as the moonlight kind of shines brightly through your tatami doors, you all eventually fall to the whims of the sleep spirit. And you just peacefully kind of just have dreams about sweet things. And before you know it, all of you are in sleep the night's embrace, so to speak.